Yes, good day, my friends. This is Paul of the House of Graber, or more specifically, Paul Albert of the House of Graber. And today's broadcast is going to be concerning Be, Do, Have. And first of all, I want to clarify that everything that is broadcasted on this platform, as well as everything we do in the House of Graber, is protected under the laws of nature and nature's God otherwise known as common law due process. And our work is also protected under the uh, common law copyright of the House of Graber. So I want to talk about be, do, have, and also about how most people go through life and how I used to go through life is to have that completely flip-flopped, and that is have, do, be. And I want to start this, this conversation or this training or segment with a question. And the question is, why do elephants have trunks? I have asked this question in many different settings to many different people. And I get a variety of answers, you know, um, to, you know, it helps the elephant to drink water, they can do work with it, it's the way God made them, etc., uh, etc. Et and all of those are true, but it's not, that's not the answer that I was looking for. So I'll get back to that answer in a bit. Why do elephants have trunks? First, let's talk about how we go through life typically, and, and you may be re- able to relate to this. You know, you grow up, you, you're told to go to school, get good grades, be a good student, be a good Christian, or etc. And if you do that well enough, if you perform well enough, you'll be able to get a good job, possibly get an advanced education, and get a degree where you can attach some letters onto the back of your name and have a title. Uh, there's lots of different degrees and you know then uh, once you're all done with your extended education uh, like being a doctor or a uh, plumber or whatever you know all variations in between there you can come away from that course and that college and that supposed education with a huge student debt And I happen to find it very, very sad that student debt, student loans are the source of many people's biggest agony or the biggest misery or the biggest problem they have in their life. So so we go through life trying to perform, uh, trying to perform for the church, trying to perform for the workplace, performing for society in general, you know, and, and our, our children, our children are trained in many cases to perform in sports, which I see people, uh, families running ragged just to keep up with the sports schedule. And of course, recently now in 2020, that hasn't been been an issue because a lot of the sports events have been canceled. 
But the, the point that I'm getting to here is we are conditioned to believe that if we perform well enough, we can get the prize at the end of the trail or at the end of our career, you know, we can get a, a um, some kind of award or maybe we can retire on half of the income that we weren't able to make it on while we were working. And it's all pretty backwards when you look at it because um, people spend their first wealth, which is their health, they expend all of that in pursuit of the second wealth, which is actual physical wealth, uh, money or things or a combination of both. When in reality, when, it, when you get down to the core of it, most people, the reason they work so hard for money and things is because they want to feel good, they want to be accepted by their friends, or maybe they just want to have friends. Maybe uh, they don't feel like they have friends. And it ends up being a very empty journey. You know, some people can be in a room alone and just know that the whole world is, is behind them. The whole world supports who they are. And other people can be in a room with 20 friends and feel alone. They feel like they're, they're not being supported. And so it ends up being a very empty journey. Uh, Dr. Stephen Covey, the author of The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, uh, absolutely an amazing read that book is. He says, he asked the question, have you ever climbed the ladder to success only to find when you get get to the top that the ladder is leaning against the wrong wall. And it comes down to, we were conditioned to believe, we were conditioned to think that once we have, once we have this or that or whatever, the wealth, the house, the cars, the boat, the, you know, whatever it is that we were trying to have, Once we have that, then we can do certain things and that allows us to be this amazing man or woman that we're striving to be. And that is absolutely, it it is totally reversed. It, It is totally against the laws of nature. So let's go back to the question Why does an elephant have a trunk? Yes, it's true that our creator made him that way. It is true that they use their trunks for, I'm assuming, to drink water and a lot of other things that I don't know about because I'm not not the authority on elephants. But this is what I know. The elephant has a trunk because he is an elephant. He has a trunk because of who or what he is, he or she, whatever. They have a trunk because of who they are, because they are an elephant. It's who they be. And can you imagine how silly and absolutely ridiculous it would be if the baby elephant was born without a trunk and was told by its parents that 
you know, they have to go through school and get good grades and get a degree and get a secure job and save a lot of money and go into debt for extended education and work their whole life. And then at the end of their elephant life, in their golden years, if they don't die of cancer before then, in their golden years, they are awarded a trunk. That that sounds completely out there. It sounds completely ridiculous. And, and the reason it sounds that way is because it is. It's completely absurd to even think that way. But yet, we are very accustomed to think that way in our own life about ourselves. And the fact is, we have what we have because we do what we do. And the fact is we do what we do because we are who we are. It's because of who we be. It's our way of being that determines our thoughts. It's our way of being that determines our actions. It is our way of being that determines what we have. It's who we are. And so many times we get our, we pick up an identity, you know, we, we say um, somebody meets, we, we meet a new acquaintance and they, you know, one of the first things we talk about is, well, who are you? Well, I'm, you know, such and such, you know, I would say I'm, I'm Paul Graber or, uh, and then the conversation immediately goes to, well, what do you do? Well, I'm a plumber or I'm a, um, I'm a farmer or a carpenter or a factory worker, but is that really who we are? Or is that what we do? There's a big difference in who we are and what we do. Um, If our only identity is our occupation, then most likely what we're going to be feeling is some kind of emptiness. If our only identity is our friend's approval or our parents' approval, uh, many, many people go through life seeking the approval of everybody they're around. They seek for approval over and over again. And no matter how much approval they get, it's still not enough because their parents never approved of them. They never got that, that uh, I love you or you are amazing or I accept you. I acknowledge you. They never got that from their parents, so they go through their life with an emptiness. And their way of being shows up as empty. Deficient of approval. So if our if who we are is contingent on what we do or on the approval of others around us, if who we are is contingent on the um, the corruption in the government, if who we are is contingent on what our pastor told us that we can do or can't do, like um, when we were still a member of the Old Order Amish Church, the bishop told me, we are just little people. We can't make any difference. Well, that's a blatant lie. That does not line up with scripture. It doesn't line up with the laws of nature. It doesn't line up with anything that is truth. But if I would have if I would have believed that and accepted it, I would be living a very empty and meaningless life. 
But I didn't accept it because I knew better. It may be true for him, but it is definitely not true for me because I am one of the, the creator's family. I've been given dominion on this earth. I've been given uh, authority. Man is the highest authority on the planet. And we most definitely can make a huge difference. And we do make a difference. We are always creating our reality based on our beliefs. As ye believe, so shall it be done unto you. That's, that's been around for thousands and thousands of years. It's still true. Or as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So who we are will determine what we will do and what we will have. The being must come first. The way of being always comes first. Even if we're striving for having, we are showing up in a certain way of being that, that is, it, it, it reflects lack, it reflects emptiness, it reflects deficiency, it reflects unhappy, because we are, because who we are is, I don't have enough. But once we can flip that way of being to, I am who I am because I am said I am. We are who we are. And the amount of money that we have or don't have cannot possibly change that. We are who we are because we can choose to be who we are. We have free will. And we can choose who we be. And that will in turn determine what we have and what we will do. Be, do, have. The power of choice. A good friend and mentor of mine, Jim McCune, has told me this many times. The power of choice is the greatest choice we have. It's the greatest power we have. Yes, the power of prayer is amazing, and I'm not undercutting that at all. It's one of the most powerful things we can do. However, before we pray, we make a choice to pray. We make a choice of who we serve and pray to. And therefore, our thoughts determine who we be. Our internal operating system, our thoughts, our ongoing thoughts throughout the day determine who we be, and that determines what we do, and what we do determines what we will have. I hope this helps. I hope this supports you in your journey. Blessings of love and light to you from the House of Graber. And have an amazing day. Until next time.